It's your boy Jonathan D'Angelo, aka Johnny D. I got Damn Damn Bob with me, Miss Quincy, and Mr. Sean. Don't come up with code names. We're gonna figure that out. And this yeah. is a, a Blur View Over 30 cross collaboration. Everybody you see on here is both Blur View and Over 30 in Atlanta, but Over 30 in Atlanta is our newest project where we take issues that happen to people over 30 and we discuss them because we're old now. And we have opinions. All right. So, you guys want to introduce yourself? Mom? Sean? Ladies first. Mm-hmm. Not mom. <laughs> Quincy. And I am the host of Over 30. And we're going to be talking about current events. We're going to be talking about what affects people over 30. We're going to be doing a talent show for those over 30 who are still pursuing their dreams. I'm so into it. I even got this nice little handy dandy trophy that we can be giving out to people. See, it actually says 2020 over 30 and talented award, keeping my dream alive. I did that. And of course, we'll be doing our entanglement <laughs> issue. <laughs> Sean? All right, all right. Okay, I'll let you do your thing. I like that. Uh, Sean, you know what I'm saying? We just gonna go with Sean. No dad, no mom, no Sean, just Sean. Um, Co-hosts, comedy extra, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of everything, you know what I mean? Uh, The opinion that you're not gonna even think of until I say it. So, yeah, here, I'm here. Let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> How y'all doing? This uh Damn Dad Bond, aka TJ. I'm over here uh as a co-host for the Blurred View and an aspiring personal trainer for those parents and both male and female who are in need of some help when it comes to staying in shape. Um staying in shape and getting their bodies back where they didn't want them to be. And I guess you didn't get the memo, TJ, because you are also our executive producer. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. 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 Hello? um, (laughs) Surprise. Yeah, he's definitely executive producer of Blurview and After Dark and Over 30. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Surprise. (laughs) You're <laughs> just so multi-talented. We needed you yeah. everywhere. Facts, facts, facts. Damn, Dad bought is the man for the workouts. Um, so that, that and that's and that's what we have him for. That's what we have him for. The executive production gets shit done. I love it. So okay, so tonight is a joint episode, cl- cross collaboration joint episode for is this is this will be over 30s first episode. This will be the Blur View season three episode four. Um, and we're going to talk about pop culture. I know Blur View, we've been straying away from like comic books and stuff, but ever since everything's gotten canceled, there's been nothing to talk about. But tonight, we are going to cross collab on an issue that everybody can relate to. We're going to talk about relationships, particularly over 30, what makes them work, what keeps them together, what breaks them apart. And we're going to start 
with the queen of toxicity in 2020 herself, Miss Jada Pika Smith. He was everybody's dream girl from Boys in the Hood, and now we are questioning our morals. Boys in the Hood? Nah, that would be Menace of Society, player. Menace, Society, Menace right. Society. Who was in Boys Who was Boys in the Hood? Who was the female love interest in Boys in the Hood? That wasn't her? Mm. That, 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 that was Nia Long. That, uh, yeah. Yeah, her too. Mm. She, yeah, she Brenda. Yeah, we was trying to hit them skins too. Yeah, yeah Brenda. Yeah, you know, it was, it was all, like, I think the only one that made it out of the 90s unscathed was Queen Latifah. Like, that was it. Everybody else, we've been knocking them off the list every every decade or so. All right, so Jada Pika Smith from the Fresh Prince, from a different world, from Minister Society. All right, so Jada Pika Smith and Will Smith. Anybody want to take that? Anybody want to take that lead? We gonna let you have the lead. All right, so Jada Pika Smith. So the issue being, and we're still coming, we're still coming for it. Like to this day, the memes have been rolling out because August Alcina released his Entanglement song featuring Rick Ross. Um, the issue was the 12 minute red, the 13, 12, 13 minute red table talk where Jada and Will sat down and talked about August Alcina and her quote unquote entanglement. This isn't the first time that August Alcina has actually come out saying that him and Jada had a relationship. He did it like four years ago or so. Something like that. He tried to come out and say they was in a relationship, and everybody was like, "Nah, that ain't it." Yeah. Nobody really wanted to believe it because the Smiths were just so strong. But that was also around the time that, like, was it Mark Anthony, right? Yeah. Mark Anthony. Yeah, when she was doing that uh, Hawthorne TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, everybody, was, yeah, and everybody was coming for their their relationship then, and then there was that whole rumor with uh, Will Smith and Margot Robbie when he was doing Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then him hanging out and with, uh, don't forget, he was hanging out with Trey Songs, real tough. Yeah, true. And that's when everybody thought Will Smith was gay again. Like, <laughs> 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 <Again>. <laughs> and focus, you're right. You're right, uh, damn Dabot, and, and focus. Um, and so there's been, there's been a longstanding, because uh, every, like, what is it? Like, the black community thinks Will Smith is gay, and, Will, and Jada's cheating on Will. That's, that's where we're at right now. Um, yeah, pretty much. And so Jada went on Red Table Talk with Will and Will and, and they said that they were fine. They were straight. But it looked like Will Smith was like knee deep in his Libra feelings to the point where he even told Jada that he was going to get her back. And she replied, well, I think you've gotten me back enough, which that was wild. And then uh, Jada said it was just an entanglement. But Will Smith said it was a relationship. Now, yeah, they Fucking is a relationship, right? I mean, pretty much. I mean, but let's just say it like well, that. Well, now I gotta say, in August Alcino's def- uh, defense, because I did go see him perform at the Tabernacle with um, Rotini. Okay, and I felt so bad because we actually bogarted our way to the front of the stage. Um, Cause you know, at the tabernacle, it's not like their seats, you know, it's like a church turned into a, a performance venue and August Alcino was literally right there. And I felt so bad for him. I did not want him to sing because he was swaying. And I kept thinking to myself, he's going to fall off the stage. And the stage is really, you know, it was a church. So it's not like it's this big high stage and this way It's nothing like that. He was like right there and he looked like he was barely making it. So that part of the story, I do agree with, because he did not look well when he was performing. I, I agree with that 100%. Mm. Okay, but at what point, right? So, Jada, how, Jada's your age. 
right? Yeah, yeah. I looked it up. Jada is exactly your age. So, um, yeah, because you're older than Jada by a couple months. What, what was all that for? You over 30. This is your podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> you ain't got to give exacts. I mean, what, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but in August, I've seen as well. Go ahead. August, I've seen as what, 24? Something like that. He's young, yeah, twenty-seven. Young, little, little baby. Yeah, he's like twenty-seven now, isn't he? Uh, I think he's. I think he's not even. Like, I think he's not even. Let me. He's yeah, he's twenty-seven. You're right. So August, I've seen as twenty-seven. So mm. at the time of this entanglement, he was twenty-four-ish. Twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-two. Twenty-three. Yeah, there we go. Right. So Jada. So Jada Peak. Okay, so let's let's talk about that for a second. So Jada Peekett. Took August Alcina under the wing. Like he was introduced to the family by um, Jaden Smith and he was sick. And we all knew August was sick. He had mental health issues. He had actual health issues. He was on drugs. He had family problems, history of past abuse, et cetera. So Jada takes him in on the guise of healing him. And she introduces him to the rest of the family. He lives with them for a certain period of time. And then all of a sudden, boom. Her and Will get into it for whatever reason. They split. Will's doing his own thing. He's ready to kick her out, like he said on um, the Red Table Talk. He was doing her ass. All of a sudden, she gets an entanglement with August. Like, you know, a lot the controversial the controversial siding for this issue is black women are like, oh, well, y'all are bashing Jada for what y'all do on a regular basis. And my hey. well, hold on. See, I knew you was gonna say facts. See, I triggered you. I knew I was gonna get you. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> but the thing about that is, right. And men do it too. I'm not saying we don't. But the reason why I'm mad at Jada is because her and Will Smith are Jada and Will, right? And so she brings this kid into her home and it's like, oh, we're going to heal him and take care of him. And all of a sudden she's sleeping with him. Like, that's a whole other form of disrespect. Like, if she had just cheated, I'd be like, nah. But to bring this man into your house, give him the keys to the city, Talk about you're going to heal him, and then you end up sleeping with him. And according to August, I've seen his lyrics in Entanglements, they were sleeping with each other when they, uh, Will, and, when Will and Jada were together, based on the lyrics. But, but based on, on that interview that they did, or that August did, that, I, tuned, I tuned into that as soon as it came out. I was like, he did what with who? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That so, had my opinion. So I was watching it. And through, I only got through like 20 minutes of that hour long interview, but he's talking about how he's healed and how he's a better person and how you got to do this to be good and this to be great. And as soon as, um, what was the interviewer's name? She's on the breakfast club. Angela E. Yeah. As soon as Angela was like, so what's up with Jada? He was like, oh, my heart. (laughs) Bro, I thought you were, I thought you were healed. And she's like, "What? What's up with these rumors?" And he's like, "I've lost so much, so much money, and so many friends off of this, off of these rumors. The same rumors that he pretty much started right. by writing, by writing poems and writing these letters and all this stuff and putting it public." And he's like, "I've lost so much of this. I'm no homewrecker. I had Will's Will's permission. We had a sit down talk. It was mm. perfectly consensual. I am not a homewrecker." And then he's gonna write the song mm-hmm. talking about, "Yeah, I wrecked that home." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, wreck like, tore it up. <laughs> I was stepping out of the shower with a bathrobe on, <laughs> and it accidentally fell on purpose. <laughs> and she saw little Alcina, and you know the rest was history. Nah, because when she when he when he uh, wrote on her Instagram uh, for her birthday, 
one year. She called, she was like, he was, he was knee deep in his little feelings, and she called him in response a young lion. So obviously, mm. uh, see what I'm saying? Nothing. Little Alcina saved the day. <laughs> she well, said, you know, the first thing I need to heal is little Alcina. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but mom, so you say you agree with the with the with the black woman perspective. Like, but do you feel like there's like levels to this? Like at all? Like, I mean, she preyed on this young man's downfall just to get back on her husband. According to August Alcina's lyrics. And according to basically what we know from Red Table Talk, she was like, well, I had an entanglement because I wanted to feel good. But Will was still right mm. there in the same that, that That's a hit, too. Right. Like, she's like, it had been so long since I felt good. So you went Man. to August? That's a hit right there. That's like a shotgun blast to the chest because it's like, so Will wasn't making you feel good? Damn. But women cheat for different reasons. You know, men cheat, you know, because not always, but a lot of times men cheat because they're sexually attracted to someone. And it's not that women aren't sexually attracted to other people. We just don't act with our body parts. You know what I mean? If Jada was saying that it was been a long time since she felt good, it was probably more mental and emotional. That's how women get caught up when they're not getting what they're supposed to be getting mentally and emotionally. Not that, you know, they're attracted to somebody. You know, personally, I can't see it. I don't I don't date people's children. That's somebody's child. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what can August Alcina at 21, 22, 23 do for a 40-year-old Jada Pinkett? Like, you know he what I'm told, saying? He told her she looked good in the morning on the way to the breakfast table. You look good mm-hmm. in that lingerie with that robe covering it up, Miss <laughs> Pinkett. Um, you know, just letting you know. I don't know if Will told you, but damn. I think she probably needed somebody that she could confine in, somebody that she could feel new in or and new with. You know what I mean? I think that's what it was. Did he think it was more? Maybe, probably. I mean, a lot of people get separated and divorced and get back together. It happens all the time. You know, sometimes what you want, you already had. Sometimes you're not ready to move on from what you already had. So what you're saying is he played the gay homie, like the gay friend. You know what I'm saying? Just a shoulder to cry on. Let's talk about Will and how bad it is. Ooh, girl, it's okay. Here, let me pour you another cup of tea. Like, you know what I mean? In the morning for breakfast while he's in some boxer shorts or something inappropriately, you know, because the kids ain't there, you know. And then my <laughs> He question- played the next one. And Sean, I got to call you out because I remember, you know, me, Sasha, and Quincy laugh at you today. Sean okay. <laughs> So, you were such a mag daddy. You had two women thinking that you were in a serious relationship with them, and you took them both after church to McDonald's. Yes, I did. Hold on. I'm proud of you. Yes, I'm, proud. I'm proud of you. Percocet. Yes, I did. Percocet. That was okay. the funniest thing ever. That was funny as hell. And sad, John. I hope they never see this, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they see it, they'll know. You know what I'm saying? McDonald's was out of love, you know. Some some people, you know, they flavor flay, they girls, they take them to KFC. You know what I'm saying? I at the time it was McDonald's, it was close, you know. I mean, man. If I was single, you'd be my hero, but hey, I'm 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 two weeks too late, man. I could have <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? That's 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 pimp game right so, there, because I guarantee you, I would not have went to McDonald's with you, John. I mean, it would have never okay. happened. Somebody did. It's not a matter. It's not a matter of the restaurant or the environment. It's, it's the, the company. It's the company. You 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 came to see me. Mm-hmm. That's all Preach. it was. Preach. That's In all a group it was. Setting. It could have been anywhere. <laughs> it was 
Wait, 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 wait. You took them both to McDonald's at the same yes, time? Yes, at the same time. Yes. <laughs> Yo. Okay, I got two of my girls in McDonald's. We saw his own episode. Like, I know they know about each other. His own episode. Like, we need to have a whole discussion about that. But okay, we'll, we'll say that that's an after dark episode right there. That's right. an after dark episode. After dark. <laughs> but but that's my but this is my thing, right? So if Jada was is okay, so Sean said it. We all said it, right, Mom? If it like, because Will said he was done with her, and that was about around the time that Will made that video where he was saying that he told Jada she needed her to find her own happiness and him find his, and then they came back together, right? But like, again, like, what could twenty-one-year-old August Alcina do for forty-one-year-old Jada Pinkett? Like, I like, I like how the dust off of that. I like how Will didn't explain that it was because they got separated that they went their separate ways, right? Right, and then got back together. He was like, oh yeah, she went. To the left, and I went to the right, and we we made it work. Like what? <laughs> mm, yeah, He's like, nah, that was nah. nah, you left a part out there, big dog. <laughs> but I okay, but yeah, details. Thing. But that's the thing. They said that they were separated, right? And of course, you're on Red Table Talk. That's a big media platform on Facebook, which is a bigger media platform. You're gonna say separated, but August let August Alcina tell it. He was hitting that shit. Don't tell Will. He leaving the house thinking we fucking like. That's mm-hmm. what he said in his lyrics. Mm-hmm. But, but August is already his stories are already conflicting by saying that oh me and Will had a sit down talk and then yeah. saying oh I'm not a homewrecker but then in your song you're a homewrecker mm-hmm. so he he lost he lost more credibility than Will and Jada did. True, I see what you're saying with that. Like you're gonna wouldn't. come out with you're gonna come out with all this drama and stuff like four years after the fact because your heart's now. Hurt. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, your heart's that hurt. Yes, a hurt. healed, a healed individual is hurt that bad in. to Get cause all in. this. <laughs> well, no, he said drama. that the real issue was that he was losing money because people thought he was a homewrecker, so he wanted to get his truth out. Knock I mean, off, I don't but, think that truth helped. But in this song, he's Knock talking about off. how he's a homewrecker. Exactly. Knock it off. He didn't lose no money. Nah. I- that's what you tell everybody. That's the business aspect of it. You know, I was losing money behind this. I was struggling. I was stressing. You know, friendships were being terminated behind this because everybody thought I was a bad guy. And then you on the song with Rick Ross talking about, yeah, that was me. I was the bad guy. Yeah. Okay, so that, that brings another question. Can you kiss and tell? Should you kiss and tell? No. 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 Hell no. no. That's that, man. It's your story to tell, though. You can you can fuck and sex tape, but you cannot <laughs> kiss and tell. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, like kiss and tell, nah. That's nah. Nah. Mm-mm. Nope. You could you could kiss and forewarn and be like, yeah. hey, dog, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Why why? Yeah. Just trust yeah. me. Like you could do yeah, that. Trust me. I, yeah. yeah, don't mess with that. Yeah, she don't do that. Be, yeah. Or, or you could be like, nah, hey, you should do that. Like, how you know? Don't worry yeah, about it. No, yeah. it looked good. It looked like it's good. Like, but you can't kiss and tell. That's no. Not, nah, that's against. But me. you got to remember, it's it's their story to tell too. It's uh, their story too. It's not just yours. Mm-mm, it's theirs. Mm-mm. That's that's they call them memoirs. You wait until <laughs> you older and you write that in a book and you like like uh superhead. I'm not gonna mention any names. I'll give them a nickname like that type. of, you know, you do it like that. That's the kiss and tell right there. That's how you properly do it. I uh, big up to uh, 
Korean Stephens for that one right there, because you know, at least you left people like, I wonder if that was LL Cool J. Well, I wonder <laughs> if that was. You see what I mean? Like, right. man. Like, you gotta do, you gotta OJ that shit. Like, I did exactly. Know, if I did. Investigating. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, so what's a good reason to tell? Ain't none. What? No, there is no reason to tell. Unless, okay, I don't know. You know what? There is a good reason to tell. Okay, let's say in August Alcina's point, you know what I'm saying? Jada went out and said, I was messing with this young cat. I don't want to mention any names, but he has some whack dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you like, hold yeah, up. No, Wait yeah. a minute. Who are you talking about? Oh, then you're then you going to step up and claim it? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. You got to step up and say, man, no, you, you don't remember that time I broke? Wait a second. <laughs> hold on. Check this voicemail. Daddy, I missed you right, the way yeah, you did no. the other night. Yeah, that's when uh, they get yeah. exposed because you like you messing with my rep now. You right. know, you ain't about to play me sideways. If somebody, no, like, no. If somebody was in the streets like, "Yo, Johnny D got whack dick." First of all, you got me fucked up. Second of all, I got exactly. We're not about to do that. <laughs> or like, okay, let's say for example, she went on Red Table Talk. Nobody knew who it was, but everybody thought, okay, it could be August Alcina. There's been rumors back and forth. And then they had the Red Table Talk before this song or before any of this came out. And then she told him, oh, J uh, uh, Will, uh, it was, it meant nothing. It was nothing. It was just, it was just physical. It was just something that I needed at the moment. And it was completely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Then you go to like, break. Hold up. It wasn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? That ain't what you told me when we was in Will Carr the other day and I was driving and you decided to, you know what I'm saying, give me some of that, uh, you know, sloppy, toppy in the car that belonged to your poppy. So what you, what you guys are trying to act like is that you have never had your heart broken and and oh, I mean, no. no better way. Can't and say that. Pull the bitch move. It's never happened. No, I ain't. No, no. Ain't never not seen. after forty oh. years. Wait, is, is Jonathan speaking? Hold on, wait, wait a minute, dog. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 what we not about to do? Hold on, wait a minute. Listen, listen. So what we not about to do? Okay, whatever I did in high school, that don't. You said you wasn't mom. I'm gonna need you to come off that. Keep that yeah, exactly. Uh, That's too much information yeah. for a co-host. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Uh -uh. Nope. That's not what you're about to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you said I'm not mom. I wasn't even you thinking can't... about high school, but okay. Nah, you, I'm going to need you to keep that same not mom energy for this one. Because mm -hmm. what you're not about to do is put me out here. Then I got to expose these women. And that's not Ooh, fair. Yeah, that's not yeah. fair. I can't We're going to get back to some whole new entanglements. <laughs> right. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, Jonathan's words were, Get rid of the mom energy. Right. I don't, so all them stories, all them stories, that mom, that all the, all the information mom knows is, uh, it's not over, you know? So, so <laughs> Hugh can enter the building? Is that what you're telling me? All the stories you got on me, they don't exist. All the memories. Let, 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 I'm not let's talking take, about you. Let's I'm talking about me. Let's Hugh take a clip from building. Bad Boys. You know what I'm saying? There's this box. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to take all the mommy stuff and put it in the <laughs> box. Seal that motherfucker. Lock it and throw it deep into the ocean. Yes. And we will uh, never talk about that again. Kobe, R.I.P. to the great. Like, uh-uh, no. Now, so this is my, okay. So, but this, okay. So let's bring it, let's bring it around. I'm going to have to put this on After Dark, too. This might be After Dark's first episode at this point. Like, yeah. like <laughs> we just done went deep. So, so okay. So, mom, from a, from a woman's perspective, okay, what, 
you said that it was healing, right? She needed healing. She wanted to feel good. Her relationship was, you know, some kind of way. And she really wanted to like bring herself out of the dark. And, you know, she even, Jada herself even said on Red Table Talk that she had some issues, some childhood trauma, maybe some abandonment issues, or maybe she was like codependent on Will. I know, she, I think she said that at one point. She was super codependent. Maybe she was too codependent and it just was too much for him. And she just needed to get her shit together. And he was like, get off me. You know what I mean? Maybe that. Um, I know I had that discussion with uh, with my girlfriend. We were talking about it and, you know, we were saying like, you know, the conversation was like, well, if Jada was that codependent and Will Smith, you know, that might not be his nature and his personality. Maybe he just felt that she was too reliant and too self too sufficient on the love of him and the kids. And she needed to go find her own self-worth outside of the love that they had for her. And maybe her answer to that could have been August. Like, do you think that's a possibility? I definitely think that's a possibility. I mean, you know, you guys were a huge part of my life. You know what I'm saying? You guys used to ask me, don't you have something better to do? No, <laughs> I'm good right here. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get caught up in your family, in your world, and you do let your own needs and wants and ideas and dreams slip away. They get caught up in someone else's. And it's really hard as an adult, especially as you're growing, because, you know, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, your ideas, your opinions are all revolving. So you wake up one morning and you're not really the same person you used to be. And it's really hard to have a mate or someone with you who understands that. You know what I mean? You might wake up one morning and say, you know what? You've been real dominating. You know what I mean? You've been real needy and I'm tired of it. But this person has been dominating and needy forever. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I, I do believe that's a possibility. I do believe that, you know, and, and we'll probably felt the same way. Like, you know, after you've been looking at somebody, what, 20 years, I'm tired of looking at you. It's real. Mm, damn. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can understand where you're coming from, but man, mm, I would have had to catch Jada on a bad morning to look at her and be like, mm, I'm tired of looking at you. Cause no, she's, she's an attractive woman. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I mean, there had to be, like they said, some mutual, because they came to it together on, like, something mutual, like, you know, uh, we need we need to break up. You know, it wasn't like, oh, Will left me or Jada left me, supposedly, the way they, they presented on the Red Table Talk. We came to a amicable agreement that we need some separation time. That's that's how they presented it. Right. And I do think, and I that's what I think people are overlooking, too. I think it's very possible that they both knew they needed to separate. You know, it happens to a lot of couples. They both just come to that crossroads. It's not that they hate each other. You know what I mean? Because obviously they love each other. They got back together. But at that moment in time, what they didn't need or want was each other. And that happens. That's that's very real. So over 30, how do you deal with that? That's the real question. Like What? Like, so the controvert, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So the controversy is that everybody's upset at Jada because it is like, it feels like she, it seemed like, even though they said they were separated, it seems and feels like she stepped out on Will, like in a, in a, in a manner of infidelity, um, which is, I mean, it goes, it depends on your values, right? Some people say separated is you're good, right? You're separated. You're not technically together. You can do your own thing. Some people say that until you're divorced or until you're broken up, you're not done. You know what I mean? 
Um, so how do you deal with getting to that point where you're just tired of looking at a motherfucker? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your breath stank in the morning. I'm tired of smelling it. You know, you take a shit in the morning. I, you know, I need you to flush twice. You know what I mean? Like, how do you get, like, what do you, how do you, how do you think you go about that at this point? It's never been difficult for me. I mean, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I really don't know what to tell you. I, I can kind of vibe and, and go along and stay in relationships with people. But, you know, what I'm not going to do and, you know, where I draw the line is I'm not going to be disrespected as far as my feelings mm. or, you know, um, coming to an understanding where, you know, something you're saying or doing makes me feel like less than a person because people can do that to you. And then when you tell people what they're doing to you and you repeatedly tell them after so many times of telling them, you already know you're not going to get that, you know? And it's, it's really interesting because I was having this conversation with a friend of mine and, you know, and I was telling him that, you know, when people tell you things, what's wrong in your relationship, you have to listen. If you consciously choose not to listen, then you get what's coming. Because of being stubborn and being hard-headed, that's a choice. Now, I will tell people, and I'm going to walk away. Once I walk away from you, I'm done. I'm done. You know, we don't yeah. we don't go back in time. I might, you know, check mm-hmm. on you and see how you're doing, but we're not getting mm-hmm. back together. Yeah, that's a wrap. I learned my lesson. And, oh. and like, like, just to touch on what she was saying, you know, people tell you again and again and again, it, it falls under proper communication and with proper communication comes proper listening. I mean, if I'm constantly telling you what's bothering me and you're not getting it and you keep going on with your same format, like, well, you know, I don't, you know, that it's like in a sense you saying you don't care. So you putting your, your, the, the, the relationship in jeopardy. It has to be a proper form of communication where uh, do you want this to last? I want this to last. Do you want this to last? This is what we need to do together. It's not like uh, you can't just force your side and be like, this is what you need to do to make mm-hmm. this work. This is what we need to do to make this work because you guys are a team. Once you start, it's a team effort. I mean, let's just say in the sport, uh, you got a basketball player, and we're not going to mention any particular basketball player, but you got a basketball player. He's on the team, and he always got the ball in his hand. He's always shooting the shot, and he ain't that good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we ain't going to make it on the team, man, because we ain't winning nothing. We want to win. We need to work together. It's called teamwork. <laughs> it's true. You need you need commitment, communication, compromise, and respect. And you got to throw in friendship and love because if you don't have those things, you're not getting anywhere. It's not going to work out. Nope. You know, what would you say, TJ? Yeah, I was going to touch on um, uncompromised because if if both parties aren't willing to, to compromise, like say one person loves doing one thing and the other person doesn't like it at all, mm. it it becomes selfish in a way to always expect that person to do something you love regardless of the fact that they don't like it. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, how how much are you willing to compromise something like that to help them feel comfortable? How much are they willing to compromise to do something that you love? How often are you willing to do things that you don't necessarily like that they love because they're doing this for you? People act like, like relationships are just me, 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 me. Like, oh, I'm putting in 100%. You need to be doing it too. Like, 
you're gonna you're not gonna put in 100 every single time every single day mm-hmm. there's days that you're gonna put in 50 percent 20 percent but some sometimes you'll put in 10 percent no percent some days and the other person puts in 100 they'll put in 50 they'll put in 80 they'll put in whatever it takes to match what you're putting in but if you two don't feel like you're meshing or if one person doesn't feel like they're meshing and they can't talk to the other person about it then there's going to be issues if if they if they can't meet eye to eye in the relationship even regardless of bumps and stuff in the road that's not going to work and the friendship thing works too that that helps a lot like people after they get into the relationship and after they get into marriage and after they have kids and after they pay bills together and all this stuff, they lose sight of what brought them together in the first place. So now instead of having your best friend with you all the time, you have this business partner, this literal lifetime business partner who's supposed to be fucking you at least three times a week and it's supposed to be paying this that and that bill and supposed to be cleaning this this and this up in the house like that's not a friend anymore yeah that is no longer a friend that is now a literal like literally a life partner like a situation and yeah so when people lose sight of that every little thing starts to bother them like oh wait she's putting those fucking dishes away sick again <laughs> Look! Oh, oh! He gonna leave the toilet seat up again? Watch, watch! Was that piss on the, the, the toilet? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything, every little thing starts to bother Everything. you, mm-hmm. and and that's the main time that we have to have that introspection to realize when we're doing it. Because if you don't realize that you're doing it, you're gonna put all the blame on the other person, and it's not fair to them. Both people in the relationship are human. Okay, but. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So Will, Smith, but Will Smith, in Will Smith's case, so he obviously he took Jada back, and when he took Jada back, Jada dropped all. Mm-hmm. So and J- and Will dropped Margot Robbie. So <laughs> <laughs> he ain't playing no more movies with her after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that stuff. But so, man. So my, yeah, I know. Harley <laughs> 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 Quinn. Yeah, we no. we gonna say that for the next show. Yeah. But no, but okay, so this is my thing. So Will and Jay, Will said in his Red Table talk with Jada way back when it first aired, he said it several times in several other media outlets. He said, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna divorce. He didn't want to divorce his first wife, but his first wife had to end it for both of them, you know. Yeah. He told Jada the same thing. And at the end of the Red Table talk, he was like, you know, they were both like ride together, die together, bad marriage for life. You know, that was a little cringy. Um, <laughs> but you know, I say, like, so. I mean, at this point, so this is the thing, right? We're all at least 30, right? At this point, what would it honestly take to maintain a relationship? Now, you know, you've had your you had your school days and your 20s whole phase. And now at this point, you know, everybody in this panel, if I'm not mistaken, you know, we, you know, we 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 were at the point where, you know, we have kids or have taken care of kids, whatever. We know some kids that just come around and don't go away. You know what I mean? Like my child, you know what I'm saying? Like we all have, you know, experiences, you know what I mean? In in a family dynamic, in a family aspect, what does it take at this point in our lifetime to maintain a relationship? How do we get to the Will and Jada bad marriage for life without the bad? (laughs) You'll never get to the not the bad. That'll never happen. I mean, you know, sometimes you're attracted to somebody. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're in love with somebody. Sometimes you're not. 
you know, it's the mutual respect that keeps you faithful and coming back for more. And that's, that's the truth. You know, marriage, people say raising kids is the hardest thing you ever do. Your kids have an age limit and an expiration date. You know what I'm saying? Get Big out dog. the house. You know what I'm saying? Big dog. But, but <laughs> your marriage may not. This is the person you're going to wake up with for the rest of your life. So you do have to learn how to roll and make adjustments and grow and make changes. You know, one person may be more spiritual. More person may be more, you know, outgoing. You know, it's... It's a balance that you have to keep doing, but it's a conversation you have to keep having. You know, I would love to be married for 60 years, but to be honest, I don't even want to date nobody. It's too much work. I don't want to hear your problem. No more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't no more. I don't have the energy for it. And another thing, you, you need to be able to, because, you know, I've been in some relationships and some long-term relationships. And after a while, it is true. You know, like you said, you end up uh, getting with someone like a business partner you need to kind of like rewind and and basically take it back to the old school where they mean dating all over again you know what i'm saying kind of spice it up uh periodically you you gotta add flavor to the to the pot you know you gotta spice it up a little bit i mean man maybe you go out get a shave and a haircut or something like that come in with some flowers surprise her and uh you know Take her out to dinner just on the spur of a moment, you know, like, yeah, okay. Um, I know, like you, like you said, the kids is gone. You know, it's just you guys in the house, you know, come home, bring, bring us uh, some flowers, you know, bring some candy, you know, well, what's all this for? Well, you know, just to let you know, I appreciate everything you do. You know, you're a wonderful woman. I mean, guys have trouble just telling women, you know what I'm saying? On a daily basis, you look beautiful. You look beautiful. And women on the, other hand, have same trouble telling a man, oh, you look handsome today, you know, when you get a cut. You know, sometimes you get in a relationship with a woman that, you know, you good up, you come out the bathroom for shaving, you know, and it's like, where are you going? Where you think you're going to shave like that? Are you looking extra cute to go out and hang out with your friends or this, that, and the third? You know, I just shaved. You know, it's just a shave, a haircut, you know. So, I mean, to be able to take that extra time to reinvent the relationship you know what i'm saying re redate you know like i mean whatever you need to do uh find a formula get a book you know uh like you said get into each other's uh that maybe it's something that you don't like doing find something else or find something new that you guys can do together that you both like you know i mean yeah and, and women matter, have like you said, compromise go ahead tj and that and, and like that's a, that's that's another thing so like in in society, like we think that that marriage is like the end all be all. Like that's the finish line. Like you finish the race, you're there. You're married now. Ah, life is great. No, no, you are now in a labyrinth with all kinds of spiked bushes up in that bitch <laughs> and walls closing in. And walls closing in and a fucking minotaur just chasing your ass. That's okay. the kids. I never financially recover from. <laughs> so so people thinking that marriage like and and is unfortunately it's more so women than men that that think that if they get married to a man then that's it. Like they they they'll think that the marriage will be it and you, that's it forever. Not, not realizing that it's ongoing. 
the same way that that Jada felt like she had to have that healing because she hadn't felt good in so long. Imagine how many men feel like she does, but can't express it. Mm. And they're like, hmm, this woman's fine as fuck. I'm gonna go fuck. It ain't no big deal. I still love my wife. Like, no, no, there's more to this. Don't work like that. There's yeah. more to this. That's another episode right there. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> but you know, T- <laughs> TJ's, oops. TJ's absolutely right because the truth is women have to date their man. They really do. Uh-huh. They have to they have to bring them flowers and cook them dinner and, and take them, you know, to a concert or, you or, know, pay for a date or take them on vacation. There is nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you desperate. What? No, no, no. You got a point. No, I'm go ahead and finish. I'm going to cut in after that. But go ahead and finish. No, it, it doesn't make you desperate. It just shows that you care for them in the same way that you want them to care for you. You know, sometimes people don't want to, you know, make moves and do certain things because they don't know how you feel about them or how, you know, you perceive them. But if you keep your relationship in a in a way that makes it seem like you're open and you're willing to, you know, for change and to try new things, it doesn't have to be anything freaky, but it just has mm-hmm. to be something considerate. That makes a huge difference in life. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it does need to be something freaky, but... but. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that that's, point that's too, another that story. part too. I was gonna say both spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Just okay, for example, on the non-freaky spectrum. Yeah, just saying for instance, you know he's coming home, it's a Friday, it's been a long week, you know what I'm saying? Cook his favorite meal without surprise. Have you eaten? Okay, well, don't eat, I got a surprise for you. You know, cook his favorite meal. When he come in, uh make it a candlelight dinner, almost like it's at a restaurant. Seat him to the table, you know what I'm saying? Bring out the appetizer, the meal, you know what I'm saying? You guys sit down, enjoy, talk, uh, get the kids out the house for the night, you know, because that way you you can you can have no interference and maybe spice it up. And then I've seen couples, you know, I'm not gonna mention any names or anything, but take it all the way to the freak level. Okay, so uh I heard about this sex club. You know what I'm saying? So this weekend, me and you going to go and we'll watch some sex. And then maybe if uh, we like, uh, we can either A, participate or just have sex there in our own little, you know what I'm saying, thing. And then going home, uh, a happy, horny couple. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there are two and, spectrums, you know, right, and, two, two far sides of the spectrum. But I mean, some find somewhere in between those two, you know, it, it ain't going to hurt. And, and that's each individual couple. Like you have couples who are gonna do all all the freaky stuff um, out in public wherever they want with whoever they want and still be solid. But then you have other couples who are strictly monogamous who are who are who are miserable, who are miserable together. Mm-hmm. So there's not one set formula that's gonna be like, oh yeah, this is gonna work for us. Like some couples have to go through testing testing stuff out. Some couples have to do stuff like that. But oh, back to the the men and women stuff. So just like women have gotta have gotta put forth that effort for men outside of makeup, hair, nails, um, fitness, all that stuff. Men have to put more worth in themselves to see the worth in these women. Like, does that make sense? True. Yeah. 
And I will add to that that men also have to put more effort into put men have to actually see the the worth of their woman at the same time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like we get so we get so caught up in you know, and, and that's another reason why relationships go awry. You know, we get so caught up in the routine mundane. Like at first when we get them, they just the baddest, freakiest, nastiest, dopest thing. And then you get two, three, four. Complacent. Five, yeah. We get so complacent mm-hmm. over a certain period of time. And some people get complacent quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people, some people, it takes a little bit longer, but you know, it's about still seeing like, okay, well, granted, like, it's like, you know what? She still does this and she still does that. And she still makes me feel this way and that way. And she still does this, this, and that for me and helps me along. Like it's, it's, it's not just reigniting the spark every so often, but it's also realizing that this is like, it goes back to the friendship thing. This is my friend. This is my best friend. Like, you know, I remember seeing the blackish episode where Anthony Anderson was saying his character, Dre was saying that Bo wasn't his best friend and that's okay. But for you to be with somebody for as long as they've been together on that show, they were together, they've been together, what, 15, 20 years on, on mm-hmm. blackish? Like, you can't say that's not your best friend. Like, for you to sit there and say that my wife isn't my best friend, 20 years deep, I'm confused. You've been with this person every yeah. single day. With three, in that show, they had three kids. They had a dog. Their parents and the drama that they went through with their parents and, like, her dad died. It was a whole thing. Like, you know, for you to say 20 years deep, that's not your best friend, that's wild to me. That doesn't make any sense. Like, y'all don't mm-hmm. have to have the same... Like, you know, the episode, it was like they didn't have the same hobbies and whatnot. They, but that how's that not your best friend 20 years deep? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't spend 20 years with too many people. <laughs> like, maybe your nah. children, maybe your parents, but not, but like, you know what I mean? Like, friends don't even last 20 years. And, and, and being that they had that time, you guys know everything about each other. How could you not be best friends? Right, absolutely. You know what I mean? And so, I, you know. You go up in there and you smack your best friend on the ass, like looking good, girl. You know what I'm saying? What's for dinner? You know. <laughs> you know, and that's another thing too. Is like I think, um, I think that's what was that's what that's what brought Will and Jada back together. You know, it was it was the like my, like 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 Quincy said, the mutual respect. You know, the friendship. You know, the the re-sparking and the hashing everything out and understanding oneself and then each other. You know what I mean? And that's a and that's a question. That's a good question. I'm gonna circle all the way back to what everybody said originally, right? What? How much is too much forgiveness? Because Will Smith was like, "I was done with your ass." Like he needed to make that perfectly clear on yeah, social media. He and he yeah. was so, so like, what, "What? What? Where does the like?" So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so when 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 he said that, I was like, or when he said he was done with her, it's like, damn. But then when he said he was gonna get her back. And she was like, I think you already did that. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Will. So I think there's more than just Jada hurting Will. I'm pretty sure they hurt each other, but he was just the one that was done. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once he was like, you know, I did my dirt too, which is another thing that as men, we, we got to work on because... If a, if a woman does dirt, we act, we, it's, it's the most hurtful thing to our pride in the world. But if we do, we could have done it to her 15 times over right. and then, and she does it one time and we're like, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you got to fall out whore. of your I can't believe this you shit. Gotta get out of, yeah, you got to get out of your feelings on that one. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right about that. You know, we like, oh, how could she ever? Yeah. She could never, not me. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm the best thing that ever happened to her. And then when it do happen, yeah, you, yeah, you and your feelings to the point to where it's like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I just deceitful rat female ass. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like I, I think he did. He did something similar, or or possibly even worse. Yeah. To her, and he was like, you know what? I'm not perfect either. And and as men, a lot of times we we see women as perfect. Mm-hmm. Like we see them as this woman can do no wrong. This woman is my angel, my protection. And we forget that she's human too. That she can fuck up too, just like we do. And as soon as they do, we're like, mm, Thank this nope, I'm done. Yeah. Back well, I have my own entanglement story. And I, I guess it sheds some light on maybe Will and Jada's. Because I was married to someone who cheated on me with his relative. Not relative by blood, but relative by marriage. And they were actually sleeping in our bed when I wasn't home. You know? Um, And I let that go. And I ended up finding out that he had been like, you know, sleeping with prostitutes all this time, taking photos. You know? Um, But um, I left and he moved in another girl he had been cheating on me with. People was just coming out the woodworks. <laughs> Where'd you find the time? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and for real. <laughs> really, for real. We're, we're, yeah, in between. You got too much time on your hands. I didn't even know about it. When you at work, big dog? Like what? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. When did you he get had time a fucking for this? schedule. Literally, a <laughs> fucking <know>? schedule. <laughs> and now, so, okay, I'm um, fucking her Monday through I got an eight to five. <laughs> and my seven thirty coming in tonight. Yeah, I'm at. I'm gonna have to cancel the two tomorrow because I'm, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And I was just like, okay, we have kids. Let's work this out, you know. And I went back. And in the beginning, I wasn't really sure that he wasn't cheating on me. In the end, I was sure that he wasn't. Mm. But by the time that year went by. I was so angry. I was so pissed because I wanted answers. You know what I mean? You just can't be sleeping with all these people all this time. And I, he was saying, you know, it's not you, it's me. It's about my ego. You know, it's a, it's a, just the fact that I just have this like sex addiction. Well, back then there was no such thing as a sex addiction. You know what I mean? That's how mm-hmm. old I am, you know? And I was so mad that he wouldn't tell me the reasons why that I ended up leaving him anyway. So what I did when I left him, because I was unemployed at the time, I started working part-time and I had my own cleaning business. And um, he said, go out, do whatever you want to do. I know you love me. I know you'll be back, which really pissed me off. You know what I mean? Because you're still not valuing me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what he said to me when he cheated on me. He said, I knew you loved me so much you forgive me. You know what I'm saying? So Mm. he was just taking me for granted. You know, and so I said, I'm really like leaving you. But before I go, you know, I want you to, you know, pay the bills so I can, you know, get my own spot and do this and do that. And I did. I lived with him free. And he thought I was going and hanging out with my girlfriend. But I kept telling him, no, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) He Mm. thought I was hanging out with my girlfriend. No, really, I have a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm. And and so one day um, he ended up meeting my boyfriend. He thought it was so funny because... The guy that walked through the door ahead of him, I said, oh, there he is. 
you know, and so the guy that walked through the door ahead of him and the first guy he saw was a gang member. He thought it was real funny. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But the guy behind him had on an $800 suit <laughs> mm. and $500 shoes and was driving a Mercedes. No, I'm with him. I'm, that's my way. Mm. Right Upgrade. Right there. Upgrade. <laughs> so I understand. You know what I mean? When you get to a point where you say, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. It's, it's kind of a yeah. period point blank. I'm a cancer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's only so many times I'm going to tell you something. And then when you ask me about this person, I'll be like, who? Who are you talking about? Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. We, we don't remember <laughs> people like that. Who? I cut off. Yeah. And, yeah. What, what's her name? Um, uh, what's his name? Um, I don't know. You uh, know, the, you know. Dirty, dirty, dirty dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nasty dick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We give him a couple names. You know what I'm saying? This nigga sleeping with prostitutes and shit like on a schedule. Yeah, no. No. Wow. Yeah. And, and remember, this was, this was, what, two years after Magic Johnson got AIDS? Remember how everybody was like, oh, oh yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, I kind of get the entanglement. I get, I'm done with you. I just didn't say I was done and went back. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, like, what's the line? Like, I mean, I know it. I know it's. I guess that's. I, I'm gonna answer my own question. It's perspective, right? Everybody has a line and a limit. You know. What I mean? mm-hmm. Her, hers, hers, obviously was the 19 prostitutes and the four side pieces. <laughs> I mean, that would have also been my line. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, Sean, Sean. Let's get it right. He had a photo album with four per page, and he had one of those big, big ones, and it was one third full. Oh. Oh, he and oh, I'm, he, and I'm flipping he was backwards. On, he was working on his Will Chamberlain. He was trying to get him an eighteen thousand uh, dollar, eighteen thousand woman record or something like that. He was on that Will Chamberlain right that there. Was, yeah, that was future before future was a thing. Like, you know, man. But, <laughs> but as he told me, it wasn't personal, and I shouldn't be concerned. It's not personal. You know. Oh wow. Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? I learned it from look. I learned it from Ron Jeremy. Ain't no thing. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to sleep with all of them. You know, that's it. Like that's that's wild. No, like and. Everybody has a limit, you know. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still young when it comes to love. So like Will Smith saying I'm done with you and then taking Jada back, I was like, mm, that don't make sense. Like <laughs> your kids are old enough and rich enough to where it don't okay. really matter. So that don't make no sense to me. If you was done, you should just walk. But you know what I mean? Like I don't know whether it's the Aquarian in me, the Scorpio Moon, or just my personality you know, or whoever raised me, I'd just be like, mm, nah, you know what I mean? But again, <laughs> I'm young. Like, you know, up until, up until like now, I haven't met, I haven't been in a relationship where I'd be like, oh, she cheated on me. I give her another chance. That's a bold move. Like, <laughs> you well, know, like, that, that, that's where that friendship came in. That, that's where right. they, them being right. friends for so many years that it was like, man, I hate to see my friend go. You know what I'm saying? Now, when we get back together, we might not, we might not sleep together right away because I'm still going to be like, it's some August residue still on that pussy. <laughs> I don't think I want, you know what I'm saying, to just jump into that right away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I definitely ain't eating that. You know, eating that is definitely out the question. You know what I'm saying? No more eating that. She don't have to pressure wash that pussy now. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? The way he was talking about he was slamming that shit. All that, oh, man, I wish I would. You see what I'm saying? No. So now men know why when they cheat, you don't get hit. Nah. Right? Exactly. Now you know. No, I completely understand you. that. Uh, yeah, no. Out the gate, of course. 
Like she couldn't you know even the same lingerie. She had to burn all the lingerie. Just burn the whole bedroom. Now. Man, all the whole collection. <laughs> we got to start the fuck over. Yeah. Throw the bed out. You know what I'm saying? Where else yeah. y'all put kitchen counter? Throw that out. Like just no. Look, look, we could be in the mood and just got back to fucking and put that playlist on or some Pandora. And this August shit come on, you just fucked up the whole thing. Yeah, look, boom. They're flipping the table over that the phone's on. Yeah, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go jack off. You know, this saying, this saying. You know, Pornhub is just as free. I'm yeah, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm good. I'm and cool. that's exactly how it was for me. That's exactly how it was for me. And I and I have to admit, too, I did go out and buy new draws. Why? Because your dick had touched her, and at some point they touched your draws. Yeah. You can't keep those draws. Oh. Nope. No. Draws is gone. Oh. No. Shoot, I'm so protected. And then, okay, so then my thing was, is how, what, he, he, did he get to keep the photo album? I mean, how did, how yeah, did that work? the photo album. Exactly. You would have had to, look, he would have had to stand there in front of the fireplace and throw picture for picture. I know how y'all be doing. <laughs> Wait a second. Now, her next. Throw yeah. this bitch next. Hey, you know heard, what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you literally, with the photo album in your hand, handed him the picture. Put that bitch in the fire. Burn that bitch up. Burn that bitch up. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, the funny thing was the photo album was in a box. And it was in a box full of, like, miscellaneous stuff on the very bottom. Of course. And I actually... That's where we keep it. To move it, and the bottom of the box fell out, and it opened up to prostitutes. It wasn't like I was... You should have got a storage tote. Yeah, storage totes. The bottom don't fall out the storage tote. Yeah, you you, You you should have used some tape. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, no. The cardboard box, that was stupid. That was destined to happen. That's God's will. You know, that's, they say that like that. That was going to happen. You grab the box, the box fall out. Storage tote, yeah, he had a little bit more durability, long-lasting. Yeah, he probably would have never got caught with that right there. Because I would have never, I would have never looked through his things because I never in my life would have thought he was cheating on me. But it wouldn't it, have even came to my mind. You know what did, I mean? Did you or did you not burn the album, though? Like, that, we need to know. That, that, that is the question. <laughs> like, did you burn the album? Did you set them bitches on fire? That's what we need to know. I did not. Mm. Use a good one. That's all right. Use a good one. You just moved on. You just moved on. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Like, I know you well enough to be just a, like, I like, I appreciate you taking the high road, but there's a sliver of you and me that's like, he ain't burning the photo. (laughs) Exactly. You know why I did not burn the photo album? You don't need no scissors or nothing. I did not burn the photo album because, you know, the whole idea that he was keeping one, you know what I mean? That was cocky and so disrespectful. I wanted to see if he was going to add more photos to the photo album. Mm. Well, he didn't add more photos to the photo album, but he didn't know that I knew the photo album was in his trunk underneath his spare tire. Okay, so let me get this straight. So you didn't even make him aware that you found the photo album. You just put it back. Oh, no. I told him I found the photo album. And he said he was going to get rid of it. He said he was going to to throw it away and put it in a dumpster. He could have burned it in the fireplace because we had oh, one. No, he he probably he probably did. You know what he probably did? He probably did that uh that Kirk Franklin. He probably took it all the way across town, threw it in the trash, came back and laid down, and then got back up in the middle of the night, drove well over a hundred miles, ran back into the dumpster and pulled that shit out. Y'all don't remember when Kirk Franklin did that? I had a porn addiction. I, I was a uh, Oprah. Porn and I, 
I, yeah, I got rid of all my porn and I drove it like a hundred miles away so I wouldn't be close to it. And then I found a dumpster and I threw it all away. And then I drove all the way home and got back into the bed and I couldn't sleep. It was bothering me that my bras was amongst all the trash and the dirt and stuff like that. So I got back up, got in my Mercedes, drove another hundred miles all the way back, dumpster dove for about a half hour, found all of my porn, put it back into my trunk, smelling like trash, and took it back on home. Y'all remember that? <laughs> Oh, I do. I said this nigga crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's wild. That's there's levels. Like I would never. <laughs> Thank you. That's, it's in the trash. It's a done deal. It's in the trash. Yeah, that's that's a lot of effort. That's that's that was a whole lot of effort. No, he said he drove quite a few miles away. He didn't want to throw it away in a local dumpster because he would have been tempted to go get it. So you mean to tell me you was tempted even after you drove well over a hundred miles to drop it off? You one waited. it and then went back home and got in the bed. And that night, you couldn't even finish out the day. Like, I don't go back and get it in the morning. No, you, that night, he got back up, put his clothes back on, fired up the Mercedes, and said, I got to hurry up before some bum get all my porn. You know what I'm saying? Out the trash. <laughs> that's, that's dedication that I don't, like. I'm, Man, that's dedication to jacking off. I, that's all I can say. Right, you, like, does, you couldn't watch it with your wife. I mean, after five times, after five times, nothing comes out anyway. Like, so you just doing the most. Like at that point, man. And you, you had a collection <laughs> of porn. It ain't no way you could get through all that porn jacking off. If you was 12, 13, ain't no way you could jack off to all that porn. Yeah, 12, 13, you, you, you jack off one time and pass out for like five hours. It's a man, you see what I'm saying? It ain't no way. Or frankly, wilding. <laughs> like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. This is the confessions of confessions of men. <laughs> It's like shit, nigga. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, Quincy, like, what the fuck? Yeah, hey, just ignore us. This, no, this I, you know, I'm laughing because you and Sean are, are just chiming and having a good time. TJ's like, I don't know these people. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, but but like, you know, it's it is it is to wrap this up though. It is interesting um, to see perspectives of marriage, right? You know, we we put these, especially the, in the problem too. The problem, too, is that we put celebrities on a pedestal, right? Like I said, we've been chasing Jada since... Mm. What? When the, mm. when the first time we mm. saw Jada? Oh, A Different World? Let's a start with that. Yeah, we've been Shit. chasing Jada since A Different World. So, you know, we, we've been we've been hyped for Will Smith since Fresh Prince. So to see these two people that we put on such a... We built a high pedestal for be human... Like, God forbid, you know what I mean? And so that's the problem is more, it's more celebrity worship than, because if, if these were our neighbors, we'd be in their business, but it wouldn't matter the next day. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? But it's because it's Will and Jada, Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? J-Lo and Mark Antony, you know, like, it's because it's them. Oprah and Stedman. You know what I mean? It's because it's there. Nah, I didn't give a fuck about Oprah and Stedman. That's just nasty. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, let's just keep it 100. Oprah's, no offense, ain't never been sexy enough for me to worry about her sexual relationship with Stedman. Mm -hmm. Now, when they started talking about that lesbian stuff with Gail, it kind of got interesting. I was like, she fucking Gail? I, I, I can see that. I can see that on a road trip. I can see that. You know, they alone in the hotel. I ain't got shit else to do. They both getting money. I'm going to need you book. to stop. <laughs> right? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, I'm a firm believer and I said this from the beginning it's nobody's business I think it's beautiful that Will and Jada are able to work it out but the reason why it's nobody's business is because like we said in the beginning marriage is the hardest thing you will ever do it's right. the hardest thing you will ever do 
It doesn't go away. You know what I mean? And the side effects of your marriage stay with you the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Man. It's, it's PTSD. Oh, my God. Back. Oh, my God. Speak the truth. Yeah, Ooh. that right there. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yep. Oh. Yep. Speak on it, white Jesus. I'm going to just say it like <laughs> this. Uh, I, my favorite theme song from my marriage is Big Sean's I Don't Fuck With You. That right there has me, man, because I'm telling you, since my marriage, mm, I don't fuck with you. Yep, no, we done. I've been bumping confession, Usher's Confessions album for a long time. Mm, see? <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know whose song you belong to who, but it's the whole album. Yeah. <laughs> no, mine is Fantasia's Be A Man. Oh, no. Ooh, log, shit. Log, you ain't have to do that, log off. Like, I need you to just log off, come back. Shit. Like, you ain't even have to do them like that. Yeah, well, she did that. You know who you are if you're watching later on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In your feelings. Fact. Yeah, that's you. Fact. That's you. Fact. That's you. That's you, big dog. That's, that's you. you. Yeah, that's you. own that. Own that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wear that. That's your new T-shirt. Yeah. And you know, and Sean knows him. Yep. That's the cold part about it. I'm looking at you right now. Look. That's oh, you. I know him, too. Yes. Oh, no, you do. Uh, so, you know, I'm, you know. Uh, That's you. you. That's you. Like, but no, yeah, like, you know, it. it is, it is, it is the most challenging and the most rewarding and the most humbling thing. You know, people, people equate children, you know, because like you said, your kids have so long and then no matter what you do, they're on their own. You know what I mean? But that person that you you know, you, you commit your life to and you lay down and wake up next to you every day. And that's, that's your person. You know what I'm saying? For however long you guys see fit to allow that union to be, you know, and it's more than just paper. You know, the paper is the official documents to bind you financially, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's the love you guys have for each other that binds you guys eternally, you know, and, and it's really interesting to see, you know, I'm actually glad <clears throat> Will and Jada took this L. R.I.P. Will Smith, who will never recover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, people need to see that everybody is human. You know, nobody yeah. is below or above. Nobody is above reproach, and nobody is you know nobody is uh, above you know making mistakes. You know, it, it it was it's a good lesson. It's a good lesson because even though people are bashing Will and Jada and August Alcina, you know, it's humbling to see that despite everything, they still are willing to make it work. That's not something you see. Not it's a beautiful thing. thing. It is. They're yeah. better than me. They are better than me. Oh, mm -hmm. hell. <laughs> mm -hmm. Better ain't even the word. Like, <laughs> Man. they might have to go back on that pedestal just for being way better. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, and working through that. Yeah, because shit. <laughs> you bring a nigga in. into my house and have Let's to take care of him, and then you fucking yeah. hit me in my bed? Y'all, look, we can't even listen to the radio in the car no. from now on. No, no. more. No, uh -huh. Not at no, no point. Because anytime this nigga song come on, pull the car over. <laughs> I gotta get out. Pull the car like, over. I need to, I I need would, to walk. I need I to stretch my legs. Yeah. If I was Will, I'd have to be Jaden's ass for introducing him to the family. Like, oh, this is For real. For real. Like, like, you brought him here. I ain't sleep with him, but you brought him yeah, here. Like, look, no. look, look, don't bring shit else to the house. No dogs. <laughs> No cats, no niggas. Don't, don't even bring, bring, shit to don't the even house. bring in the rain from outside. On matter of fact, clothes. don't bring your ass back to the house. How about that? <laughs> and that would have been a real black parent conversation. Hey, you Man. damn right. <laughs> you damn right. It would have been like what you like. Don't even no. Don't even bring the air from outside in here. Like you're not allowed. No. 
Like, uh-uh. If I think that thunderstorm came from your direction, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass, exactly. I'm pulling up. <laughs> like, Dad, that's I'm your son. I mean, yeah, but no. Nigga, that shit just went out the window, nigga. You are Jaden. I don't know if you still Smith, motherfucker. <laughs> Facts. Like, but no, like, in all seriousness, though, like, it, it is a beautiful thing that they decided to work that out. And I, I think August is messy, but it's a business move. I mean, public like you know, even bad publicity is still good publicity. Isn't that what they oh, say? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he getting his royalties and residuals. We've been streaming entanglements for twenty four, forty eight hours now. Man, and it's gonna work out for both of them too. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, movie producers is gonna try to get them on the set so they can ask that question. So, so how 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 are you and Will doing? Um, is everything okay? Uh, you know, because if you want to, we can get into an entanglement. You know, we got we got nine months on this movie shoot. You know, we can entangle. I'm wild. I know August Alcina won't be around nobody else's celebrity wife again. That's, that's August Alcina can't come over for nobody's dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nigga's getting bag lunch in the front yard, like literally. You know what I'm saying? August Alcina here. Uh, get uh, uh, tell the maid to get him to go play. Uh, tell her have her walk that shit outside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this nigga will not. Be coming up in here. <laughs> Yo, so all right, so we gonna get out of here. Are we gonna wrap this up? This is the first episode for over 30, fourth episode for season three, the blurred view. So Quincy, do you want to let them know how we're gonna do this from now on? You already said how we're gonna do it in the intro, but because this is like a, a mock-up mashup uh freestyle. But um do you want like do you want to tell them like what you guys like got going on social media wise besides over 30 in the blur view? Well, we are advertising over 30 on the blur view. You can check us out on Instagram. If you want to come in and talk about your relationship issues and your over 30, because we don't want children up in here. Ooh. We mm-hmm. will talk about that with you. If you want to sing, do poetry. If you a rapper and they told you you was out of time, if you got some spoken words you want to perform, some comedy, we would love to have you on again. I got you this cute little trophy. That's yours to put up. You know, you can win. You can win. You can win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, check out our website because we're just getting started. There's a countdown. We're gonna start the timer over again, so you can you know see when our next episode is, and hopefully when this Rona is over. We are going to go live probably next year and travel to some restaurants and some spots. So, you know, keep your eyes open for that. You can get to see Sean in person. Right. Yeah, I'm getting out there to that ATL, shouty. Yes, yeah, sir. McDonald's. He taking McDonald's. No, fuck McDonald's. No, we're going to know. We gonna know. No, After grown. that, we're doing a winner day. We're we doing a winner day. No, damn that. <laughs> we're doing a winner day. When we go live with over 30 in Atlanta, we're doing a winner day, and it's going to be the McDonald's. No, we got to do Chick-fil-A. You know, nah, they, nah, 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 nah. They got some nice restaurants. We can do a winter date in a nice restaurant. Oh, okay. Definitely. We got clap. OLG. OLG. I love me some OLG. Oh, Lady Gang. What? Candy Burst restaurant. Oh, Lady Gang oh, is yeah, real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Only Atlanta makes up names restaurants like Oh, Lady Gang. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge us. We out here. I mean, I'm just saying, though. I mean, that yeah. food is popping. I, I'm a huge. I guess so. That. that food is amazing. I mean, Atlanta also does have a strip club full of old women. So, yeah. But, Clay, Sean, did you, you ever go to that. the Claremont? No. Sean, did you go to the Claremont? No. Everybody over there is 40 through 80 in their strippers. You got to come with me, dog. 
No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. What? I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. No. Nope, not doing that. No. Sean, no. this is the coolest that's place you've you, ever been. That's how you ruin Hold on, wait. the whole stripping experience for oh, life right wait a there. Minute. You know Hold what on, I'm saying? Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I get a PS5 out of it? Because that's important. A PlayStation 5? Yeah. Ain't nobody bribing you. Uh, this is a place lots of celebrities go, but it's the greatest time. And Sean, they don't know how to pour drinks. But if I could... So but, your drink is 80 proof. But can I trick I'm pretty sure. If you got 80-year-old women, the drink got to be 80 proof. You know what I'm saying? To sit there and watch somebody grandma right. gilfing it. Right. We're gonna like try and get I'm one like, of the no, strippers on the show. We're gonna try and get one of them on the show. That is my goal. When I tell you, a lot of these women look great for their age. Don't get it wrong. Okay. They okay. got some big girls up there, and they you got some old girls the, up there. You need to bring the great for that age up on the th- right, on the thing. Right. I, I need I'll, the oldest I'll, person. I'll, no offense. I let her have it. You know what I'm saying? Person. What are you still doing? Is it a benefit plan that you working towards? Uh, you working towards uh, dentures and things like that? Is this tripping business taking care of your teeth? And, and I mean, is and she, wrinkle cream? Is she gonna pop that pussy with a walker? Like, is that what we doing? That's here? what I'm saying. Yeah. That, <laughs> Let me say that they have on. They are not 100 naked. Can I say that? I, they I, have on g-strings and tops. And it's very body positive to people over 40 that right. you can still be sexy. But it's like, very positive. I, I guess. Yeah, but because, like, you know, if, if grandma come out in that big ass moo moo talking about, here come, here come Agatha. You know what I'm saying? Along with them old grandma names. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Agatha. She got it that moo moo. It is a good time. She's looking John. sexy. They make their breasts into uh, basketball hoops, and you throw the dollars through the hoops, oh, and no. then they open their uh, front yeah, of the G-string, and you try and that... throw the dollar in the G-string. Okay, so once again, if oh. you could turn your titties into a basketball hoop, them things is long and saggy. It is no way Shine. I'm looking at basketball hoop titties. I'm not yeah. dunking no dollars. You got huh? You got women. You got women in that strip club whose titties longer than Jada and Will's entanglement. Listen, exactly, man. You know what I'm talking about. But you know what? I mean, you know, bring one of them when we do over thirty in Atlanta. We're gonna bring one of them on the show. That way, they can explain. We're gonna probably. I'm gonna try and get in touch with the Claremont and see if I can get them on our show. Period. And maybe they would also do an episode of After Dark. But I think they're wonderful. Me, I took my friends and we had the best time in the world. Most of the people in there are between 28 and 40 years old. It's a great time. People, total strangers buy you drinks. Y'all will love it, trust me. I mean, I'm just not trying to- I'm like Eddie Murphy. Oh, see, you up in there for the free drinks. That's what that, that you just said it right there. Per turtle strangers buy you drinks. Right. I'm not trying to see my grandma's peer group pop pussy on a, on a stage. Man. Because I got to look my grandma in the face, and I can't do that after that. Like, that's not... No. And, and Jonathan, you have refused to go with me so many times, but Sean's going. Sean already knows he's going to come with me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes, you are, Sean. You already no. know he's going to come with me. No. Hey, hold on. No. Let me I'll there. come, look. I'll come pull up and pick you up. Be like, right. look, I'm outside. I don't need to see no basketball titties. Uh, bring your ass outside. Stop playing. Hey, my girlfriend said I can't go. No, oh, boom. She's going too. We're all going. It's a good mm. time. I'm telling you. Hey, so we go. Look, we gonna get it. on on Grandma's titties. We gonna get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll holler at y'all later. It's your boy Jonathan D'Angelo, aka Johnny D, Quincy, Sean. It's over thirty, soon to be in Atlanta, and the Blur View. 
and we are out of here. Y'all have a good night. 30, watch us.